Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. singles out there. This is October Blitz month on Finding Mr. Right. I think on my show last night I said it was February. (laughs) I do know that it's October. (laughs) And um, I'm running a show every day this month on uh, Finding Mr. Right because a lot of you have already listened. I have written a book about this, 17 Things to Do While uh, waiting for Mr. Wright, and um, I'm speaking from my 22 years experience of having married brides and grooms at the beach and having heard all their love stories and having them all, you know, fill out a questionnaire about what is important to them and everything. So every night I'm talking about a different aspect of this, and um uh, tonight I wanted to talk about if you're, you know, if you're a female and you are single, the one thing I think that as a woman we miss when we're single is, uh, you know, the male perspective, that male companionship. Uh, and I find that my my affiliation with the U.S. Coast Guard Auxiliary gives me male fellowship with a group of men who... Uh, who have about the highest standards for their lives of any group I have ever been involved with. I mean, just last weekend I was the only female with a group of these high testosterone manly men, uh, policemen, lifeguards, and other uh, Coast Guard auxiliaries who uh, were uh, working at the harbor in Oceanside, California. Uh, I was on the radio and um, the Harbor Patrol is going up and down the harbor, and the auxiliarists were there doing, um, you know, boating safety checks. And uh, these men are very confident in who they are. They're all well-trained policemen and firemen and lifeguards and Coast Guard people. They're well-trained and ready for action. They're present to provide defense and protection and to give aid and assistance to anyone in need. They're very dedicated and very serious about what they do. They're single-eyed, undivided in their attention to detail and their duties because they know that a person's life could depend upon their knowledge and their response. You know, being in the Coast Guard Auxiliary has provided me fellowship with the men of this kind of high-caliber, and this is very helpful to any single woman you know so first of all I suggest that if you're single that um, 
find a group to affiliate yourself with that has um, male, males and females in it. I mean, what is your passion? What type of service to the community draws your attention? Uh, is there something you'd like to see changed? And would there be a group that was dedicated to that purpose? Or what do you enjoy doing with others? I mean, my friend Nisha belongs uh, to a hiking club. They have uh, several levels, uh, from easy to moderate to strenuous <laughs> hikes in the parks and in the mountains in our area. She has extremely good male fellowship on these outings. And another friend of mine takes cooking classes. And you know what? It's very surprising how many men take these classes. You know, some men love to cook. I mean, if you think about it, the best cooks in the world are men. I mean, a five-star hotel will advertise their restaurant more than their hotel. I mean, if they have a five-star chef. And um, and sporting goods, sporting things draw a high percentage of males. Like so, if there's a certain sport you love, you could probably find a group that goes together to the games, or actually participates in a sport. Uh, here in Orange County, we have groups that go to the ball games on the train. Here in Orange County, it's just so much fun. You know, you don't have to get into the traffic. You can just get on the train because it goes directly to uh, Angel Stadium, where our base, where we can watch the baseball games. It's a fun time. It's a safe way to be in good male fellowship. I think men are just wonderful creatures. I love their perspective and the way they think about things. I mean, men men think very simply. Got a problem? Let's solve it. Because men are just natural problem solvers. They think in a straight line from system, symptom to solution. And, you know, I think this is why women complain about men who don't seem to be sympathetic or understanding about things. Because they'll, uh, they'll say something about a situation uh, that upsets them. And it's not that the man isn't sympathetic because... It's just that his instantaneous response is, well, how can we fix this? Because down in his heart, he's thinking, well, I really care about you, so I want to help you do solve this. He just isn't going to take time to splash around in the dirty water. He wants to see what's making the water dirty and fix it. <laughs> you know, this difference of, in men and women can also be a stumbling block in marriages where the man and the woman both have careers because, you know, many times the woman will want to talk to her man about his job and get sympathy about her job and get sympathy. But the man is going to respond by offering solutions that can make the woman feel like he's putting her down, like, you know, she doesn't know how to do her job. But you know what? The man also needs to have the comfort and appreciation from the woman but in most times in two career marriages, instead of comfort and appreciation, she's called him and said, Honey, I've got I gotta work late at the office tonight, so would you stop by Kentucky Fried Chicken on your way home and pick up a bucket of chicken for dinner? Go ahead and feed the kids. I'm gonna be really late. Oh, and by the way, Johnny needs his soccer uniform ready for tomorrow, so could you also please stick in a load of laundry? 
there's a, just an awful commercial that ran some time back where the woman is calling from a motel room where she has all her files and her work, you know, laid out on her bed, and she's checking in with Dad, who's at home with the kids, and she says, is everything okay? And he says, oh, yes, dear, we have everything under control here. But then it sh- and it shows him and the three kids, you know, looking into her uh, phone and smiling. But then it shows that the kids have scribbled all over the walls in their rooms, but Dad is confident that he can get it all off uh, with a special cleaner, which, as it turns out, that's what the ad is advertising. I finally figured it out. It was hard to tell, you know, really what they were selling in this ad, but apparently it's this cleaner that can clean um, all the crayons off the wall. I just this week heard a really sad story about a young woman that um, that I know that has had a series of relationships that haven't worked out, and then she met this boy, and I mean, they're not kids, they're early 30s, both of them, and apparently the relationship is breaking up because each one of them wants the other one to give them the love and attention because they both have very demanding careers. So, I mean, she puts in 60, 70, 80 hours, and and then she wants to go to him and have him comfort him, but he's put in 60, 70, 80 hours, and he wants to go to her and have her comfort him. So, you know, this just doesn't work. (laughs) So um, I think the fact that the woman does work today has upset the dynamics between the male and the female in a much more destructive way than most people realize. I mean, the thing is, if a woman works in the first place, this makes a statement to the man. It sort of says, you know, I'm not happy to live on what you make, so I'm going to work too. Well, this says to the man that he's not enough. You know, he's going to feel like she isn't totally happy with me. So he's not validated as a man. Now, I know that society today accepts the working woman as a necessity now because the price of everything is doubled and tripled and quadrupled, actually, in my lifetime. I mean, it used to pay, you know, it cost $10 to fill up my car, and now it costs 40 <laughs> And I'm not going to go into all the reasons why everything's so high now, but one, the basic reason is the woman went to work. And this started back during World War II, actually, when the men went to war and the women went to work in the defense plants and in a lot of the other areas where the men used to be. And uh, the truth is the price of everything then began to spiral out of control because everything spirals out of control when the woman is not in her place as the sovereign goddess of her kingdom. Now, there's a couple court cases that we had information about a while back that kind of proves this to me. Um, there are cases, uh, one that was settled against Apple, who supposedly didn't have strict enough parental controls to keep the kids from buying stuff on the Internet. I mean, um, P- 
the parents wanted Apple to pay damages for all the stuff that their kids had bought on the Internet. I mean, say what? Because this case settled for millions of dollars. And now there was one against Google. But Google decided to fight it because they aren't going to pay out millions of dollars because they feel their parental controls are adequate. I mean, Google and Apple can't substitute for being the parent. I mean, where are the parents of these kids? Who gave them the credit card to buy the stuff in the first place? Where do the kids get the money to do this buying online? I mean, this is a parent problem. But mother's working and father's working and the kids are in daycare or with babysitters or they're just latchkey kids and no one really is is supervising them or setting any kind of boundaries. And you know what? Parents just give their kids money. I mean, I would not have believed this, but um, I drove for Uber for about three months. And about half of my runs were going to houses and picking up kids, 10, 11, 12, 13-year-old kids, you know, 14, uh, young teenagers that uh, can't drive yet, and taking them, letting them go to the restaurant or going to the movies and then picking them up and taking them back home again. I mean, parents just leave the kids just give them money or set up an account with them, you know, credit card account with Uber, so the kids can just, you know, call Uber and go anywhere they want. So what is this um, kingdom that we as a female are the sovereign goddess of? That's what I want to look at tonight. Because the man goes forth from his mother you know, a man comes out of a woman and goes out to create a kingdom for himself within the kingdoms of the earth. So he goes out among all these kingdoms of the earth. He's the hunter-gatherer, provider, administrator, of executive producer. And then he comes home to his palace, and the woman is there. And she comforts him and appreciates him because she rules his personal kingdom for him. And he is the protector defender of the woman. Now, he's the king of the earth. But she is the sovereign goddess of his personal kingdom. Now, this was the original plan. I mean, that's why it's true that it's a man's world. It's always going to be a man's world. The world is his oyster. The world is where he administers, where he directs and produces, where he creates and dominates and distributes, where he leads, where he works together with other men as a team, where he solves and resolves problems. And the woman is the one who keeps him able to do this. I mean, the man benefits the society, the woman benefits the man. Now, I'm not saying here that woman does not benefit society. Hear me, because I think we have the absolute perfect example 
in the couple Bill and Hillary Clinton. These are excellent examples of the blend of two people who are working together in perfect harmony, in dedication and support of one another in all of their ventures. And I say all of their ventures. And I could talk about this on another show, I suppose. Um, But Hillary is the sovereign goddess of her kingdom. And she stood by her man. Her man has had a lot of childish exploits. I mean, all we have to do is listen to these current tapes that are coming out from um, (laughs) Donald Trump's past to realize men... A man is a man is a man. He uh, he likes to talk about his exploits. <laughs> but the Hillary is a sovereign goddess operating in the fullness of her sovereignty. She always has, and she now is in the position of possibly becoming our first woman president. So women have been and always will be contributors to the advancement of our society because actually women are the instigators of the advancements of our society. And the way we do this is we whisper our divine wisdoms into the ear of the man as we lay in his arms when he is comforted and feeling safe, when he's relaxed and unguarded, so to speak, and the woman has his ear totally, and the woman talks to him. Honey, you know that thing you've talked about, about the boss, you know? What would you think about maybe doing this? And then she whispers her divine feminine wisdoms into his ear. So my purposes tonight, Miss Single Woman, (laughs) are to let you begin to see yourself as a sovereign goddess. Now, if you are still single, you have the opportunity to know about and to become this sovereign goddess. Now, when the woman went to work, she gave up her position as the sovereign goddess. Because within the spiritual essence of a woman, and even in the biological makeup of the woman, there is this instinctual knowing that she is a sovereign goddess. And if you'll just take a moment right now and go down into your uh, primordial brain that's in your heart, which is connected to the God spark that beats your heart, you will feel this aspect of yourself, the sovereign goddess. I mean, this is that part of you that knows you're a princess. This is that part of you that wants that handsome prince to ride up on his white horse and sweep you off your feet and take you to Camelot, to his kingdom where you will be his sovereign goddess. This is when you want the man to take you into his arms and let you feel safe and secure. And here is where you want to just feel like you and he are one. There's no other in the whole wide world. And this is going to be 
forever and ever. Your sovereign goddess is right there in your heart. And then when the two of you are one in divine purpose, the man goes forth and conquers and you run his kingdom for him. This is how it works. So now what kind of a kingdom is this that you are going to rule over? And yes, I said rule over. Okay, the role of the woman is twofold. First of all, she's the number one fan and the supporter of her man. And she provides him with appreciation. That's lots of hurrahs, honey, you did wonderful. And comfort. And that's sex. You know, a man just can't take a lot of criticism from his partner. A man needs to know that his woman is happy and that he makes her happy. So her approval and her appreciation is the number one thing a man looks for from his woman, believe it or not. I know that today it seems like all the man wants is sex, but that's pretty much because he isn't getting much appreciation or approval from the woman. Instead, he's facing her out there on the battlefield and in the boardroom as a contender for his territory. And this confuses him and creates conflict in him. All he knows to do now is to exercise his sexual attractions because maybe here is where he still feels confident in his ability to maybe make this woman happy. So everyone's having sex, but there isn't a lot of real fulfillment going on because at the heart of the woman, she wants to have a a monogamous forever partner in life. And at the heart of the man, he wants to have a monogamous number one fan and appreciative partner in life where the two become one in love and purpose. So this this has to mean that you will find Mr. Wright and if you find Mr. Wright or even if you find your twin flame, you know, that person who is part of a single ray of light that pulsed down and split into masculine and feminine, it might take some time. And most people won't take the time to find their twin flame, but finding Mr. Wright is a step eventually towards uh, finding your twin flame. Okay, so the number two role of woman as the sovereign goddess is she rules her kingdom with the viciousness of the lioness, the cunning of the coyote, and the seduction of the spider. Her power is omnipotent. No one crosses her boundaries without her permission. Her vision is omniscient. She has eyes in the back of her head. Her position is omnipotent. She can jump in and out of pictures like Mary Poppins. Her wisdom is undisputed because she draws from the realms of Alpha and Omega from before the beginning until after the ending. She radiates the energy of Helios and Vesta, the caretakers of our great central sun, and she reaches into the depths of wisdom from the central core of her mother, Mother Earth. Her knowledge is all-encompassing, 
She consults with the elementals, the divas, the angels and the archangels, the ascended masters, the controllers and directors of the galaxy and the universe. Her ward is the law. And she can rule with a look. You can see in her eyes the absolute supreme authority of her dominion. And no one would dare to confront her authority. This is the sovereign goddess. Well, last week my daughter and I had called upon the power of the sovereign goddess Lady Nada. Now, Lady Nada is now an ascended master who works within the realms of law and justice. In her physical life, she was a lawyer, and she now works in the sixth dimension of, with the laws of purity as they pertain to liberty and justice for all. So if you look her up on the Internet, you'll see a picture of a sovereign goddess holding a giant scale of balance. And she is one of my um, teacher guides. And uh, I checked with her and asked if she would help me with this problem that my daughter was having, and she said yes. So um, here's the story. My daughter had the opportunity to get the house of her dreams, so she gave her notice to the apartment building where she was renting, and she agreed to an early termination of the lease with a penalty of $1,300. And she has had the two canceled checks that she had written to the apartment complex paying that $1,300. Well, somehow or other, it didn't get posted. And um, the apartment complex said they only got $594.12, which whoever came up with that number, I mean, this is just an obvious clerical error. Uh, And so they sued her for the rest. Well, my daughter's attorney filed the answer, sending all the documentation, and the court set a date for a hearing. But in the meantime, the apartment complex's aggressive collection attorney went to an ex parte cattle call hearing where paper, paperwork is just rubber stamped, and he got a judgment against my daughter and had her wages garnished. Okay, this was time to call in Lady Nada. So we called in Lady Nada and um, said that my daughter was innocent, needed her day in court, and in thousands of collection cases that are tenisued through the court system every day, she was in the .01% who was innocent, and she had the canceled checks to prove it. So her attorney had the preliminary hearing about the illegal judgment, and this hearing was before the judge who actually had made the order for the judgment (laughs) and we explained this to Lady Nada and said you know what you know my husband and my daughter's father was a judge and judges don't like to admit that they've made a mistake they would prefer that it be taken to an appellate court where details can be retold and a new outcome reached without the lower court judge having to admit his error However, with Lady Nada on the helm, this judge actually said, this judgment is wrong, it is illegal, as the defendant was not properly notified, the judgment is canceled, the garnishment is canceled, and I will have uh, my court issue a letter 
of apology to uh, the company where my daughter, where she works, because this information had become a part of her personal personnel file. And the judge said, I see where there is a lot of evidence here which has not been looked at. I don't have time to do it today, but I am setting a new date for this evidence to be reviewed and a new decision made. And since it is as clear as a bell that she did pay the early termination fee, this nightmare will finally be over. Lady Naughty prevailed, and a judge admitted he was wrong. And we as women begin to learn how to be the sovereign goddess in this life because then when we go later on into realms and dimensions, we can then also be advocates in galactic affairs. Just like Lady Nada. And the woman gave up all this personal and eventual power when they decided to go to work and compete with the man. They had it all and they gave it all up. But if you're single, you still have the opportunity to be a sovereign goddess and begin your ascension in the world of the divine feminine. When God said, let there be light, and the rays of light began to pulse forth, they split into the two rays, one masculine and one feminine. Our universe is based in this masculine-feminine polarity. I mean, there probably are other universes that aren't. There might be without specific definitions. I mean, we see some of these creatures, you know, in the science fiction films. I do believe they exist. But here in our universe, there is a masculine-feminine polarity. Everything is masculine and feminine, even the elementals. We do have androgynous beings here, um, actually in all the kingdoms, rocks, plants, animals, and humans. But I believe these androgynous creations are starseed and have come here from other star systems. But this is why it is so important for people to find out about themselves first before they ever try to find a mate. Because, you know, as my mother always said, redbirds go with redbirds and bluebirds go with bluebirds. You know, a C note just sounds awful with a B flat note, but it sounds wonderful with a G note. And it's not that other types of matches between different species don't work. They just don't work as well because they're not really biologically compatible. Now, you can be, have a soulmate. A soulmate will, will usually help us define areas in our life that we don't know about ourselves. And by working together with a soulmate, we can get definition and experience so that now we know (laughs) what we don't want. (laughs) And perhaps you've been through a few soulmates so far. But if you can wait it out and wait for Mr. Wright, then you're going to be able to have a much richer, fuller, more desirable experience in life to be happy together. So, Miss Single Girl... (laughs) Are you beginning to know what your perfect partner looks like? Because if you remember, uh, on one of the earlier shows this month, I gave you a, a homework that you were to create your the your perfect partner, and I suggested that you uh, go into my book, uh, 
www.mrwriteforme, download the pages that have this list of things. And I told you that you uh, take this list with you. Keep it in your purse all the time and in a, or in a Word document on your phone because for a while you're going to be making all kinds of revisions and changing the list until you get it exactly the way you want it to be. And then once you get it the way you want it, then when you go out on a date with a potential partner, take out your list and ask him the questions. And if he asks what that list is, you say, this is what I want in a partner for myself. And if he's only interested in getting some sex, let me tell you, he'll run for the door faster than you can say Jackie Robinson. But you know what? That's okay. If this And if this man isn't married and he's looking for Miss Wright, this could have a profound effect on him. It'll go down deep inside of him and touch him in his heart. I mean, first of all, I don't think any guy wants a woman who's been with every guy she's ever gone out with. And he will instinctively know down in his heart, but above his waist, (laughs) that he has just met a very special person. He will instinctively know, and don't be surprised if you hear from him again. And if you do, now you are in the driver's seat. You are now the sovereign goddess ruling in her kingdom and ready to be ready to rule in his. Uh, Every month I have um, uh, a massage. And uh, the girl that does the massage for me will pull a a goddess card. (laughs) Well, the goddess card that she pulled uh, was the goddess Kali. Well, Callie is the Hindu sovereign goddess of beginnings and endings. So this is what um, the card said. All of life is in universal order. It only appears chaotic. Even the smallest detail is considered and is a part of the overall strategic design for each person's happiness. The purpose for your life is to join in the never-ending celebration of your transitions. Release any idea that something or someone was wrong or a mistake. You are alive, so live each moment in the embrace of your deepest emotions, being true to yourself. I am Callie, your divine Mother Nature. I will teach you how to cleanse and purify your life. Let go of the past and move on into the next perfect cycle of your life. Feel me to push you to reach for the golden ring as the sovereign goddess. Well, at this point, as I was reading the card out loud, the girl who did my massage was crying, and she said, this was for me. She says, I've been with this guy for five years, and the relationship is not, nor has it ever been, what I really want. I mean, even my 18-year-old daughter asks me why I stay with him. So I ask myself, why do I stay with him? And she said, I think it's 
because maybe I don't believe I can find someone else. You know what? And if I ask a dozen women who were staying in a relationship that is not now and never, ever has been what they would really like to have, I'll bet I would get that same answer from every single one of them. So Callie says, until you're willing to let go and release yourself from what you don't want, you will never have what you want. And Callie also says that all of life is in universal order. That universal order is masculine and feminine. And the man wants to be with Miss Wright as much as you want to be with Mr. Wright. So Mr. Wright is waiting for you on your divine path of becoming the sovereign goddess. Going to play those wonderful wedding bells for you. Tune in tomorrow night for our next section of the October Blitz on Finding Mr. Right. Tomorrow night we're going to talk about the Mr. Right who is already married. Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.